He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, So don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. uh, Give the website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you once again for your many blessings. We thank you for another week. Here we look at a new week, Lord, that was not promised. We pray now. Protection, God, and your presence be with us. Thank you for your darling son, Jesus, who hung, bled, and died for us and our sins. We humbly submit ourselves to you uh, so we can be used by the kingdom for your great works and for the good of the kingdom, for expansion, for those unsaved who need to hear the clarion call of the gospel. We claim that power right now from you. Oh, God bless you, messenger, this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me power from on high. Lord, bless those under the sound of my voice. Let there be chains broken, and yokes, bondage broken, and yokes broken, and whatever it is someone needs. We do claim it right now in the name of Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ, name we pray it all. Amen. Good to be with you once again. Acts 28 claims our attention. Uh, we go through Paul as we almost wrapping up Acts. Um, uh, this is the last chapter, last few verses of this book that I have thoroughly enjoyed going through and studying. Uh, the first century church dealing with Jesus's ascension, the Holy Spirit coming down, the church being established, and the missionary evangelistic work. Uh, move forward by Peter and Paul, how the church should operate and still function uh, today. Uh, but verse, uh, chapter 28, verses 25 will begin, or verse 25 will begin, uh, selected text for this evening. I'll be reading this afternoon. I'll be reading the uh, CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We do ask you to follow along. 25 is this, Dr. Luke writes, disagreeing among themselves, they began to leave after Paul made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, when he said, go to these people and say, you will always be listening, but never understanding. And you will always be looking, but never perceiving. 
For the hearts of these people have grown callous, their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. The grass withers and the flower fades away. The word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this briefly this morning for those listening. Uh, the urgency of the gospel. The urgency of the gospel. This series still uh, acts of the church. Uh, the urgency of the gospel. Newton's law of universal gravitation states that every point mass in the universe attracts every other point mass with a force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between them. Isaac Newton therefore states that there are three laws of gravity. In the first law, sometimes referred to as the law inertia, an object will not change its motion unless a force acts on it. In the second law, the force on an object is equal to its mass times its acceleration. In the third law, when two objects interact, they apply forces to each other of equal magnitude and opposite direction. In other simpler words, if you drop something, this force will take over right without asking for permission and said object will continue until it is stopped or interrupted. The power of the gospel is able through the power of the Holy Spirit. It has the ability to pull, if allowed, the spirit and subdue the flesh. It is the power of the gospel that transforms and changes the lives of those who are exposed to the gospel. If you put anything in a fire, it causes the object to become hotter, and therefore, if you touch said object, it changes the molecular structure of what is touched. It changes the touch object, and it is no longer the same. The gospel can not only pull, but change whomever is exposed to the gospel. That's why Paul and Peter were out uh, evangelizing, trying, and Paul in the text, if you look at the text and read before Paul desperately was out trying to evangelize the lost Jews, and then the Gentiles. Remember, remember earlier in the book, uh, Peter had gone to the Gentiles and said, you too can be saved. The gospel is available to anybody and everybody who wants to be claimed in the shared blood of the redeemed. Uh, this gospel has the ability to change those who hear. This gospel has the ability to change those who would allow themselves to come under the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, a couple of things, and I'll be out your hair. First, we look at the urgency of man. The urgency of man, Paul is quoting Isaiah in verses 25 through 37. He's quoting the scripture as given by Isaiah 
basically calling, and you can switch 2021 to the first century church. He said, God, he said, God said that the Holy Spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, go to these people and say, you will always be listening, but never understand. You will always be looking, but never perceiving. For the hearts of these people have grown callous. Paul making reference to Isaiah that the Holy Spirit was right about their ancestors for failing to believe the word of God. In other words, Paul was telling them, don't be foolish like your forefathers. Truth be told, we got a lot of that going on in the church now. We got a lot of folk who have not listened, who have not hearken to the gospel. I'm talking about folk who've been exposed to the word and church. They have been in church all their let, let, let them tell it. They've been in church all their lives, but yet have not heeded the relationship call of the gospel. Yeah, I say it a whole lot. I know some people may get tired of saying it, but a whole lot of folk in church are not real. A whole lot of folk in church are playing with the Lord, they think because they go to church that they're all right, but there must be a relationship. The gospel changes us, changes our relationship with Jesus Christ so that we can have fellowship with God. That was the whole point of Jesus coming down through 42 generations. We, we got to believe the scripture. If the Bible says it, then we have to believe it. We have to absorb it in our body, our mind, our spirit, and take it for what it is saying, what it is reading. Because many hear and reject simply because they don't want to turn to God and be healed of their sin. Some folk like to be in the mess they're in. Some folk like to continue in sin. Some folk like to stay where they Ah, if you remember, remember Jesus' parable about the prodigal son. He came to himself in the pig pen, and he realized that he could be better than where he was. And a lot of folks just not have a pig pen experience. They rather stay there. They have not made up in their mind that where they could go is better than where they are. Priest Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. So many hear and reject because they want to stay where they are. I know sin feels good. Sin, sin, sin. Sin causes us to act a certain way. And some folk like to be in that way more than they love God. But we got to believe the scripture. Paul said, you foolish like your forefathers. <laughs> Told them the same thing. They didn't believe. Here you are going right just like them. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we have to have a bold faith in the word of God to believe that, yes, God can turn it around. But, but if we believe, we got to believe that, yes, he will fix it for us. If we believe, we believe that, yes, he will make waves out of no ways. But first, we got to believe. Believing in something caused my action and my behavior to change. Believing in something, believing the scripture causes me not to want to dwell where I am. 
Paul, Paul had the urgency to tell man that you can't stay in where you're staying in. The position in where you're in, you got to do better. The position where you at, and look at our churches today. We got a lot of folk who've been falsified. I call them falsified because they've been given wrong information, false information about the goings on and the functionality of the church. Church causes us if you are in church, you saved, redeemed, and blood-bought. You want to help the church function as the church. Church is not a country club. The church is set to go out and tell a dying world. The Great Commission, Matthew 28. We should go out and tell everybody about Jesus. We should go out and try to leave those souls who are lost uh, to a new knowledge in Jesus Christ. That's what the churches go. Churches not come just to meet and greet on Sunday. Churches not come just to meet and greet and go out the same way doing the same thing. Church mandate is for us to go and share the gospel. The urgency of the gospel is that we must tell a dying world that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, we got, we've got comfortable, especially during this pandemic and not going to church. We go everywhere else. We go everywhere else. I just, um, last evening watched people sit out in zero degree temperature. To watch a pig skin shaped oblong ball be thrown in a 100 yard grass field. So people sit in zero degree temperature, enjoying themselves, cheering on a team. They were trying to defeat another team in the chilling cold. But yet we can't take up time to come to the house of God. The urgency of man is to hear the clarion call of the gospel. Share to a dying world. Then, 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 secondly and lastly, the urgency of Christ. Yeah. Urgency of Christ. Verse 28, therefore let it be known to you that the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles they will listen. Well, in my study found that I told you and reiterate that Jews heard but did not do anything on the gospel, about the gospel, with the gospel. So Paul, Paul said, salvation be extended to the Gentiles. See, it's something about being blessed when you're obedient. Something about, that's why some folks see this text Clear to state, some folk are being blessed because they are listening to the word of God. They are applying the teachings of the Bible in their life. So they are being blessed. Some folk, you can't blame it on yourself. I said that last week, the choices you make, you can't blame it on nobody else. You being disobedient, you still doing what you want to do with who you want to do, where you want to do. You got to make up in your mind that you're going to obey the Lord. You're going to heed 
the warnings of the gospel. You're going to give your life to Christ and do what the Bible says to do. That's the urgency of the gospel. That folk are dying every day on their way to hell. So we must be willing to tell the world the message of the gospel. We must be willing to share to all the people that Jesus has come to save a dying world. We must be ready to offer the gift of salvation. Because God blesses those who obey. But don't get it twisted. God's gift of grace will not go unappreciated. If some rejected, there are others who will gladly accept it. Because the urgency of the gospel deems, deems, deems the urgency of Christ. Because Christ must be shared. Christ, Christ, Christ cannot be stopped. And only Christ can save. So, 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 uh, someone out there, keep on keeping on in the name of the Lord. Because every Sunday should be a desperate action to get to church. Every Sunday, we should try to find ourselves, if they can sit in a chilling cold, find yourself in a church house worshiping the Lord. So can I ask you one question? Do you find yourself desperate for worship on Sundays? Do you find yourself ready for worship due to the urgency of the gospel? We must be ready to tell a dying world that the Savior is come. So I got to tell somebody out there, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't you give up. Don't you get tired. Hang on in there. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, if God be for us, who can be against us? Because through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through the tribulation, the distress. The persecution, he promised never to leave us, 
never to leave us alone. The urgency of the gospel compels us to tell the dying world that the Savior has come. The gospel compels us to tell about one Friday night they crucified my Savior, but on the third day he rose. Ooh, the third day got up with all power in his hand. Won't he do it? Somebody out there under the sound of my voice know good and well that it was him who made a way. It was him who brought you out. And if he did it all for you, you ought to wave your hands. Yes, you ought to stump your feet. You ought to clap your hands and say, I thank God. For saving me, won't he do it? Can I tell you one thing? Be not dismayed, whatever be times, cause God will take care of you beneath his wings of love divine. God will take care of you. Can I tell you one more thing? Weeping may endure for a night, but ooh, oh joy, joy coming in the morning. Somebody say yes. I thank God he made a way. Say yes. I thank God he brought us out. Won't you praise him with me? Won't you lift up your voice? Give him glory, glory, glory for all he's done. The urgency of the gospel compels us to tell everybody we see that he loves us. The invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus, in the pardon of your sins. If you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said would be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust Him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County Line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises 
of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it out.